So we are in our, I believe this is the third shiur that we've been doing on the Diktuk of uh, Sefer Diktuk of the Ramchal. I shared with you the pages that we are up to. This is in the middle of um, the second Sha'ar Chelek Aleph. Uh, we talked about the different shemot, the four kinds of shemot that there are, the four types of entities of words that refer to a thing, um, which is shema etzem, shem devar, shem toran, shema min, or actually five, shema yachas. So there's five different types of shemot that refer to a thing, but shema etzem is really unique because it's referring to the particular, the particular individual entity that exists in the world, and everything else is... Uh, abstracted from that or generalized from that. That's what we talked about last time. And then we talked about Tzimichud, Zachar Nekeva, and, uh, and so on. Now we're going to get into where, uh, see, you can see that the person who originally copied this for me into uh, these bound books, he put numbers on top of the page because the people who were copying it, they didn't know Hebrew. So was, he had like his workers in the office, so he just had to label it with numbers so they would know which order to put the pages in, you know, when they made the books. Um, anyway, so he says, Achatosefet, okay? So the, the idea is that you have certain letters, prefixes, suffixes, that, uh, that connect letters to, uh, or words to other words in a sentence. Sometimes you will find words that replace these letters. For example, the most obvious is that you have, like, for instance, Asher can be Sheh, or Min can become Meh, right? El can become Let. So sometimes you have a shortened version, sometimes the expanded version. Ah, so you have some sheets from last time, right? Ah, so I, what I did was I made pictures and I distributed, but that's fine, that's good. No problem. We, 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 modern technology works wonders too. Right? Because Oh, I missed. So obviously, if you have the word min, so you don't have to add a mem to the, to the word. If you have the word el, you don't have to add a lamid to the word, and so on. So obviously, if you are using the, the prefix, so you don't need the full word of min. So we're going to look at these different kinds of suffixes. So basically the goal for tonight, Bezrat Hashem, what I'd like to be able to cover is the end of this topic of Shemot and letters that attach to them, which number is considered one of the Shemot. It's a thing. Okay, it's considered a thing. And then next week, hopefully, we can get into what is, I know everyone is really excited to do, is probably the most complicated and the most challenging and the thing that we, although we saw that all the ideas that we've learned so far are right there. Ibn Ezra is using them all the time. Radak is using them all the time. Like we saw the Mishkal, the idea of the Mishkal, everything that we saw. The, these, I, these concepts and the lingo that is used in the context of Dikduk for Shemot is also really important. Like, uh, uh, like we had uh, in, in, a couple weeks ago, the Ibn Ezra talked about Shem Toar, Baruch. Is Baruch a Shem Toar? Right? The idea of uh, of a uh, or it is a paul is it a is a you know how do you categorize these terms so that knowing what a shem tor is what a shem yachas is what shem etzem is all of these shemot or knowing what shem davar is um, all of these things are necessary in order to understand uh, these mifarshim properly and so uh, it's not only the palim even though the thing that the most people get the most confused with is palim that's even in hebrew class when you're a kid that's the most confusing thing so you know it's understandable but it's it's the last thing so we'll, hopefully we'll get that next week now now we're going to do the the letters that go on so the mem 
Now, what I'd like to point out to you is something interesting about all of these prefixes. Number one, that the question is always going to come up. And as we spoke about last time, I think that John mentioned that there's a great overlap between, the, um, between logic and, and, and grammar. And so even study of grammar becomes a little bit philosophical because the nature of really what dikduk is is the application of logic to language. Logic is the application of order to thought and, and uh, that same order is reflected in speech. So the same concepts are going to make themselves expressed in speech even though we speak without even realizing that we're implementing principles of logic. You know, but when we hear them and we're, they're explained, it's like obvious and self-evident, you know, the, the, the differences that we see between, oh, nif'al and po'el or something like that, you know, active and passive and all of these things, we understand the concept, it's ingrained in us from the way that we speak and really the way that we think without knowing it. So we're gonna see that the same is true about a lot of these prefixes. So the mem is the first one he uses, it says there's four different uses of mem. Now I bet if I had asked you a, a minute ago how many different uses of mem there were, you probably wouldn't know off the top of your head and neither would I. But the, that's what's beautiful about the Ramchal. He organizes everything. Says, the first one is So from. Okay, now the word from itself is a complicated word. It has a lot of different meanings even in English. And so he says, for example, Migadish Veadkama. From the, uh, he's talking about from the piles of grain to the standing grain. Okay, he's talking about the uh, persecution of the Jews that they were, you know, that they were having their grain uh, uh, attacked by the uh, by their enemies. Tivorach min nashim, you will be blessed from the women. So he interprets that not as the way that meant some people interpret tivorach min nashim. You're better than them because he th- thinks that's a different use of the word mem. You can sometimes find out how he explains psukim from the examples he gives. You know, the Radak also in Rashim. You can figure out how he explains uh, psukim. From the language, from the examples. So, Tiborach min Hashim, he says, literally means the women will bless you. Min Hashim, you'll be blessed by the women. Tiborach min Hashim. That's Yael. Yeah. Tiborach min Hashim, Yael. Right. Eshel Chavakini. Right. Min Hashim ba'awel Tiborach. Right. I guess he's saying the women will praise you. Yeah. You think that's a dachuk interpretation? Yeah, of course it is. Because he's, he's speaking about a woman. One of the very few times a woman is being praised in Tanakh. And the one place where it says she will be praised worthy of the women, he's reinterpreting it to mean from women. Right. From women. Meaning that the women will be the ones that think that that's pretty cool that she took a hammer and killed somebody, I guess. Yeah, there's, they, were, they, they thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Hi! Sean is here. Oh, do you want to... Yeah. Unmute you? Yeah. Let me just unmute you the whole time. If you're not making noise, we, we don't have to have you muted, right? Um, how do I unmute you, though? That's the only question. Um, you have to request it, don't you? Can you, like, request being unmuted or something? No? Let me, let me see. Um, ah, let's see. I'll ask... Did it work? Okay, yes. Ah, there we go. Okay, now you're with us. I know that that's how you would interpret. I'm not disputing different interpretations of the pasuk. I'm just saying from what he uses as a, as an example, he obviously thinks that it's different than what we think. That's all. You know. I thought you, would, I thought you gave two different. Like this is the third one. He only. This is only the first one. So he's giving an example of from. 
Simple meaning of from. So meaning from means they're the source of it. They're the source of the praise. Tewarach min nashi. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's how he's taking it. Right, so, so that, but it doesn't, we, we can go into that particular example, but we don't want to get too lost in that. So usually it's Bechirik is, is, is the E sound, right? So that's true. Min Nashim. Right? There's a, there's a uh, one dot vowel, right? The Chirik is under the, under the Mem. And because of the Chirik under the Mem, always if the, if the vowel, if the uh, consonant after that, can have a dagesh, it will have a dagesh. Usually, if it's a letter that can't have a dagesh, it's me. Right? It'll be a tsere instead of a chirik. Right? Yeah. It'll, it'll, usually, if the, if the letter after the mem is, a, uh, is one of the geroniot, uh, like aleph, chet, ay, and so that it will be me instead of me. Okay? So, uh, of course, there's always exceptions, so I don't want to say always because I'll, then I'll be wrong, but. Huh? Right, there are exceptions always, yeah. That's not an exception, though, because, uh, because Hashem, because we say Adonai. Ve'im tabal otiyot, oh, he says right here, actually, whoops. I, I just got ahead of myself. Yeah, ve'im tabal otiyot, ayin chet, alef chet, ayin hey. So then it will, instead of being, tinaked uh, tzirei, but also resh, no? Yeah, should be also resh, no? I would think so, No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rish also. He doesn't mention it then. Okay. He means the Groniot. Fine. So, Derech Mashal, Me Adam Vad Bema, Vinikret Mem Hamin. It's called the Mem that means from. Isn't Rish like a half? He counts it as one of them. Yeah. Right, so it makes that line drop. Yeah, yeah. He, it's, he, not he, it's, a, it's, a, it's a machloket among the uh, Medak Tekib. Like a lot of the older ones, they didn't consider it because. They did a resh that was much more rolled R. It's not really uh, from the garon at all, right? That's fully go. Yeah. So it's a big, and also a lot of the European uh, Ashkenazi, they they have more of a yeah, they have more resh from the yeah. But it's uh, it depends how they um, pronounce it. But generally, you see that resh doesn't have a dagesh. There are a few places in Tanakh where there is a dagesh in a resh, but it's very rare. It's rare enough that we know which ones they are. There's, there's one in Mishlei. Wait, what? Uh, what? Uh, you very rarely have it, but you do have it sometimes. Uh, right, that's one. That's one in Shmuel. Right? And then there's one in Mishlei. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, you have a few. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, but the fact that we know what they are, the exception proves the rule. It's like almost never. And then there's, of course, the Degish and Aleph in, uh, in Parashat Emor. Rutaviu. Lechem Tenufa. And everyone says, what are you supposed to do with that? You can, what are you supposed to do with the Degish and Aleph? It doesn't do anything. I, I don't know the answer to what you're supposed to do either. Um, anyway. Yeah, I don't, definitely not. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. A bet. What's the second type of mean? So the first type of mean is origin, right? Source. So mean nashim ba'oel according to what he's saying is a fra. Okay. Now a bet should shabesh b'kom ktsat. Okay, ktsat. Derech mashal midu de'evenech. Can I have some of the uh, some of the flowers of your uh, of your sad? Midu de means, and the Gemara uses this all the time, right? All, a lot of drashot and chazal are 
Oh, if it says from it, it means avaluk, not all of it, right? They'd always will make a uh, drasha. Oh, it says from it, meaning not all of it. Mikol, velokol. Something like that, right? So implying that it's, it doesn't mean the totality. Ktat. Pitrono, ktatu debenech, benikred mem ktatit. Same nikud, you can't tell the difference from the nikudot. That's, you see, some of the prefixes you can tell. The most famous one, of course, is the heya tema. You can tell when it's heya sheila because it's a, it's a, it has a, a shva, it's a chataf patach, when it's a heya tema, when it's a question, as opposed to a regular hey, which is not, is, is actually written differently with different nikudot. But the mem, you can't tell from the mem which kind of a mem it is, whether it is, from, or it means some of. Now, right off the bat, you can also see that there's a similarity between those two concepts. And it's not just random, that mem serves random, unrelated, uh, common meaning, you know, un- meanings that have no commonality at all. Or the word mean also, in other words, anything that you can use a mem for, you can use the word mean for. Yeah. Right? So it's not like totally random that uh, these usages are, this, are, are the same word. Come, or, you know, we use the same word to express them. Just like in English, you would say, can I have, I took from the flowers. You would say the same thing. You would say that in English too. Okay? So what from is a, can mean a source. From, and, but it also means a source. If I took from something, it means I took from a source. It was a group of flowers I took from the source. Right? So in other words, it, in both cases, there's a source from which something's being taken. That's why you're using the word from in both cases. There's a source of the thing that we're talking about and we're referring to the source that it, you know, you know, that it emerged. Okay, now that's the, um, so that's the min. That's the, we had min and we have ketatit. Then we have a ba'avur. Because of, okay, because of. For example, that mechamas achicha. Because of the violence of your brother. Same, same nikud. But again, you could say the same thing. From fear of the person, he did something, you know? He, 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 in English, you would, like, only a person who had bad English would say he was afraid, you know, from the violence of the person. It's a little bit awkward English, but you would understand the meaning. Okay? You would understand the meaning. In other words, it's a, it's a, again, it's referring to a source of something. The word from, A came from B, means that A is a source of B. Or rather, B is a source of A, right? B is a source of A. So if I said that I took flowers from the group, it means that that group of flowers was the source. Right? If I say that the blessing was min anashib, it means that was the source of the blessing. If I say that I ran away because of the violence of the person, from the violence, I fled the violence. I, I ran away from the violence, right? Meaning that that was the cause the source of my running away was the violence. So it's not totally accidental that we're using these different words. Obviously, there's a nuance of difference in these usages, but I'm just trying to point out to you that it's not totally random, that we just use mem for 10 different things and they have no connection to one another. They do. They're all a reference to a source. Okay? The value, you're trying to compare two things. So he says, what does it say in Mishlei? My fruit, the fruit of wisdom, is, is, is better than charutz, than the fine gold. Okay? Umipaz, I think, is the, the, the next word, no? Pitono, yoter mecharutz, meaning more, more than the charutz. 
So when it says from here, it's a relative term. That's the superiority memo. Same, same nikud, but, the, uh, but it's a, what is the reason why we use the word from in that case? Because the basis of my evaluation is I'm trying to evaluate the greatness of B and I'm using, I'm deriving my evaluation from a source. I use the source. I say, you know how gold is very valuable? Okay? This is even more valuable. So the, so the source of the wisdom is not the gold, but the source of my ability to express its value is the gold because I'm using, I'm using the gold as my basis of value. Okay? So from is used there as well. It's right. Tov shem, mishem and tov. Okay? It's better. Right? Mishem and tov. It's better than, uh, it's better than shemen. Better than good shemen. Okay? Or, or we would say... Um, uh, well, we say it's in, also in Tehilim, same idea as in Mishlei. You know, it's, uh, it's more valuable. Mizahav uh, mipazrav. Mitukim midvash. That's the same thing. Right? That's just in my, what I thought was Peshat Into this one. Right, exactly. And I think some of the Fashim do say that. I was thinking the same thing. Right, she's better than the other women. No, even the Chazal say. No, no. That, that, right, that's how the Chazal also interpreted it. Because they say, She was better than the Nashim Ba'ohel. And who are the Nashim Ba'ohel? Sarah, Leah, and... The Midrash says the same. Or the Chazal, they say the same as you. Yeah, Min Nashim, she's better than than the Nashim Ba'ohel. But that's not... According to this, according to the Ramchal, he's saying, no, the ladies are talking about, wow, this woman is tough. You know, she's like... Uh, She's, she's like one of these women that takes martial arts and like uh, scares their husband, you know? Yeah, anyway. So all of these things, you have a word, a full word that could be used in place of the mem here. Right? So for example, min or ktsat or ba'avor. You don't need the letter, if you, have, you don't need a prefix if you have the word, okay? That we got that. Now, next page. Hashin, Tishamish Makom Asher. That's it. There's not really much more to say than that. It's actually not very common in the earlier books of Tanakh to find the word, the Shin, in the place of uh, Asher. Usually in the earlier books of Tanakh, you find Asher. In the later books, the Shin is more common as a prefix. Yeah, it's Shekachalo. Um, it quotes from Tehillim. It's not as common in the early books of Tanakh. In fact, they wanted to. Say, I've seen some people say that one of the signs of uh, a later book is that it uses the Shin as a Shakamti uh, Dvora. You see it in poetic use, but you don't see it as much in prose in uh, in Torah. Or you'll see in, in, in it's used a lot in like. Um, uh, in uh, in Kohelet, in the books of of, of Shlomo Amelech, a little bit later, like uh, like Shir Shirim or um, things like that, uh, but it's it's not as common in the earlier books. Okay, so that's Shin, that's Ashir. Now, in Mishle, in the books of the the the, the books of um, Shlomo Amelech, like Shir Shirim and and Kohelet and Mishle, does a lot, yeah. There's a lot of them, yeah. It's, it's used a lot. It's used a lot in those books. Yeah, so now, so in the, um, 
And that's why some of them want to say, oh, that's obviously these books are later than they're claimed to be because it uses this prefix. But it's not really true because you do find it in the earlier books too, which is not as common. Or it's only common in... in it's just like, you know, uh, it used to be more formal to say, do not. And everyone says, don't. If you say, do not, it sounds weird, you know? It's like, it just... It's not as... Now, even in more formal things, like I think when we were writing papers when we were younger, you would not say don't. I think now people will say it. Like... Uh, it's more common to use those kinds of things even in uh, more official writing. It's just it's changed. Anyway, hey, now the hey is the one that has more, uh, more examples. So the hey, l'simana yidiya. Now we learned about why does the Shema Etzim never have a hey before it. He's going to go back to that later. Right? We know that, that things in the world are... Uh, Shema Etzim is a real thing that exists in the world. Everything else is not a real thing that exists in the world. It's a category that exists in our mind, or it's a feature of a thing that exists in the world, but it's not the thing itself, but it's a feature that it might share in common with other things, right? Like we talked about our example that there's no such thing as furniture, actually. There's no thing called furniture. Furniture is just a category that we create to describe a lot of different individual items of furniture. Even chair doesn't actually exist, just individual chairs exist. So categories exist in our mind. That's a shem davar. Shem etzem is an individual thing, right? So if I'm talking about a particular chair, as opposed to the idea of chair, or any chair, um, I'm not talking about this, the, the category of chair, I'm talking about particular chair, so then I have to use the hey, the specified. specify. We don't think that they can. Really? Yeah, because um, language is essentially about that. Language is mainly about generalizing things. I, I think I talked about it last time. I'm not sure. I think I talked about it how, like, you know, in the beginning, like, a, an, a, a child will just call everything a dog, right? Every animal is just a doggy, doggy. Sees a rabbit, doggy, squirrel, doggy, this doggy. Right, they developed the category. So the development of the category is this human mind abstracting thing. Uh, a, uh, a flight, basically most animals just have a fight or flight uh, response or, uh, or they know what food is, they know that, but they don't really, they don't have a concept in their minds that they, they, they can work with, as far as we know. Now, the heya is le siman hayidi'ah. So there's two ways that we can have How do we know something? Either it's something which was It's just a known thing uh, It's, you know, that everybody knows Or it was mentioned already, right? If we mention something out of it that From the context, it was already mentioned before We would say ha ha The kiseh that I mentioned before Or if there's some special chair That everybody knows what it is Say ha kiseh, bring the chair you know, everybody will know who you're talking about. Okay, so that's the uh, that's an example of um, um, the the light, right? He already mentioned that Hashem made light, so it could say the light because he mentioned it before. So interesting, he uses both from Breshit, right? But they're two different forms of a known thing. Everybody knows what it is. So you don't have to say what, it can say the heavens and the earth because it's a known to all. The term is known to all. As opposed to when it says the light, it means the light that was mentioned just before when Hashem said, Yehi or, Vahi or, and then it says he called the or, the, right, Yom, 
because it's referring to the light that was mentioned earlier in the paragraph. So sometimes it's from the context and sometimes it's intrinsically that it's a known thing. What? Knows. Everyone knows of it, right. Everybody knows of it. You wouldn't have to mention what it is. Okay? It's not a, it's not a uh, basically a category that you have to specify, right? You don't have to specify. The, or it's something that's a category. There's a lot of different kinds of light. So the light that it's talking about is the light of the of Bereshit. So it has to say how or the or that was mentioned earlier, right? But Shamayim Ve'aretz is only one. It's not like you could say we were talking about different heavens and you know which one were you referring to? It's the one that's known. It's known to everybody what it is. Well, because it's not, right. I mean, because it's not a name of the individual thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, that would really. It's always called Hashemayim. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like part of the word. It is the only one that there is. You know, you don't really... You do find the word Eretz to refer to a particular... You know, uh, sometimes, yeah. But, it, but generally, it will say Haaretz. It's, you know, the, the earth. The heaven. It's the known one. Yeah, so anyway, when it creates a idea, so generally, it will also be with a patach. That's very... Coming up, so that's a big machloket between the uh, you know the, the, the balei kriya, but the halviim. Yeah, I don't know. Why are some hmm? Yeah, he doesn't explain why. You know, Yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't explain why. But the um, really, yeah, really, it should be. Um, Really, it should be without a degish, you would think. Should be a shvanach. But, yeah, yeah, right. Hal ve'im, it should be more correct. But if you ask, there are a lot of Western Svaradim that they say, no, 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 it's always a shvanach. It's a big, it's a big argument. So they read hal levi'im. Right, you should have a degish in the mem to show that it's ham mivarech in that case. Yeah. Meaning they always read it as a shvana and they consider it like part of their like their tradition that you're supposed to read halivi'im. If it's a mem, if it's a lamid, they said if it's a mem, a lamid, a vav, uh, a yud, um, a, a nun, a samech or a kuf, I think they have like a whole thing. Like if it's any of those letters, they always will read it as a uh, as a um, shvana, even though it's uh, even though it should appear like a shvanachtas. We read it as a Shvanach. Why it is, I'm not sure why it sometimes is and sometimes isn't. The point is that it, since it's a Patach, really what's after it normally has a Dagesh. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever the gish in the end. But yeah, why it is that sometimes it does appear. Like here, look, Hayyehudim, Hayyeshua. Why does it have, why in Hayyeshua is it not in Hayyehudim? I don't know. But Val Otiot, I'm sure there must be a reason, but I don't know the reason. Yeah. Aleph Ayn Resh. Right? So he says, so over there, Val Otiot Aleph Ayn Resh. So what does he say there? Right, so sometimes it will be, uh, sometimes it will be, 
פירוש בת נקודה אחת בקמץ, but there's only one נקודה, only one thing, like ha'eved. And so if it's a very short word, he says, if it's a, uh, if it's, if it's before Aleph, Ayin, or Resh, right? Or on a, on a, uh, uh, a short word, he, although on the bottom he says, he says, yeah, it has to be also a gronit, right? He says, Right. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a word that has a gronit and it's a short word. I don't know who the guy is. Whoever put this together. Yeah, where does it say? Does he give a reason? He says he states a reason. Oh, yeah, I see that. There are only clouds there. It's like four lines on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Who is the Natan? Who gave it to him? So yeah, the whole footnote says a klal is a klal u'sheimba od yud shvait achar heya yidia as lo yavavo dagesh v'gav lo yavavo metek tachad ahe kigon hayshua hayvusi chutz bibo achar yud ayin ohay sheaz a yud digusha. Oh, only if after the yud comes an ayin or a hey, like hayyudim hayyefim. Oh, interesting. I never noticed that. ההמלמד Right? So he says, Zeb ben Oni, he obe pa'u v'nyan p'el. Oh, it makes sense. The one ha'me'orot, the men is part of the me'orot. Right, so he says, V'natan niklal, Kegon, oh, interesting. So he says, when it is a, when it's a verb, a passive form of the verb, okay, like ham'vorach, he is blessed, so they wouldn't have a dagesh. But if it's ha-me'orot, like you'll say ha-me'orot, it would, because it's a, it's a, it's a noun. Interesting. Then he says, I have another zvara for this. Matati od zvara. Zever machberet aruch, v'shorash azak. Kishyesh od digusha be'emtza teva. Az ha-mem nevechet ufuya, kemo. V'ham shaleach et ha-seir. V'en ham chaseh shamay. Maybe because the shin after doesn't have a... Uh, when there's an otikusha be'emtza teva. Right, there's a lamed has a dagesh and the samech has a dagesh. You want to focus your efforts on the back of the words. Okay. The point is, he doesn't have any idea. <laughs> and neither do we. Okay, that's it. He's, he's trying to find, this is what we call an ad hoc creation of a rule, right? He's just trying to find what the rule. The one about the, one about the Yud sounds convincing though. Yeah, the hay and the iron. Yeah, that, that seems to make sense. The other one, it's, it sounds like he's trying to reconstruct something after the, uh, you know, to, to fit the, um, 
to fit the cases, but it's not acceptable. It makes sense from like a phonetic perspective because if you're trying to say a guttural letter, it's much easier to say it after the gish. Yeah. Very hard okay. to say it. Yeah, hi, hi, hey, fame. It would be hard. Yeah, it would be harder. Yeah, and a lot of it goes with that. So that, that's what I'm saying. I like that rule. That makes sense. But then at the end, he's kind of. I think feel like he's just like. He's getting. He's getting a little bit more. Far. Huh? But it usually has a. It, and it usually has a dagesh in it. That's what I'm saying. Right. The the problem with that is that if you have ham, if you if you really had a shvanach, then the bet would become a dagesh. Wouldn't it become ham borach then? <laughs> right. We would. No. Yeah. So so that how that would that would be that would work. I mean that's I'm I'm what. Right. Ham. Lamed, but yeah, but a, but are you saying because it doesn't have a digish in that case? But that's because it's but a bet at the beginning of a syllable will always have a digish. The, the, no, there should be, yeah, there should be for sure. It's just a typo. There has to be. No, in that case, for sure, there should be a digish. Hamlamed, of course, so it comes out of Zerpatach. Yeah, but in but but it, it would be ham borach. Wouldn't it? I think so, no? Because any time it's a bet, kaf, bet, kaf, right, after shvanach, the begit kefet is always, it has to be, has to be with the gesh. Yeah, should be. Yeah, the gesh kaf, yeah. Right, it should be ham borach, and I would say that. Now, I'm, I'm just, now, my reasoning is backwards reasoning, because I'm just saying, like, okay, maybe it should be ham borach then. Yeah, I'm just going backwards, but... It would sound wrong. It sounds strange. Well, yeah. It's just in our heads. Maybe it's right. right. Maybe it's really right. Well, you know, the Spanish Jews, they say everything is like more like a B. They don't say a V. Right. Shabuatov. 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 Yeah. Because in Spanish, they don't really have a V so much. It's more like a soft B. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so okay. So these short words, it becomes with a kamatz. He's saying that there's no deeper re- meaning behind the kamatz except that what the letters that come after it, and whether it's a guttural and whether it's a short word, um, and uh, right, what? And hechai The point is, it's all really the same thing, but that's called hayidia. Now, the second term is for a question. We know hashofet kol is the most famous one. Hashofet kol aretz So. That is, they have a question. The way you can tell is because there's a chataf patach in the hey, right? So that's why there's not ever a dagesh in the letter after the hey of the hey asheila. So when if you said hashofet kolayarot, you'd be wrong, right? It would be totally wrong. It's uh, probably probably what hey ayidia will give a dagesh, but the chataf patach will not. And actually, if you do that, it's you're you're changing the meaning of the word, which is which is bad. Right, you would, because you make it say, it would make it mean the. Yeah. Um, anyway, hami beli en kolim b'mitzrayim. So in the uh, if it's if what's after it is an od gronid, so then it loses the chataf part. It just becomes oh olam he anochi hariti v'nekayte ha'shelah o'atema. That's the ha'shelah. Uh, the 
right? Then it says Hadalid, which should probably say Hagimel, because shouldn't, he just skipped. Uh, he skipped. Wait. Yesh okay. It says, it, why is it, why is it, it says on the bottom Yesh Kanta Yeah. Why is it a Kanta Ut? Why is it not? I think because of the same thing you said before, it's too hard to go from a, such a short vowel to, an, to a granit. No, no, no. It's a, no, he said it becomes a regular Kanta. If it's before a granit. Right, because it's too hard to go from a chata but it's too short to a gonit. It could still then it'll sound the same. Then it'll be it'll be, you won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying we make things into a, we make shivas into a chata pata when it's too difficult to say shiva. Right. So what is? is He's it, saying it will be too difficult because it's for a gonit. Yeah, but but a, we don't do a chata pata as a shiva. We do it as a pata. Right, but really, technically, it should be shorter. Why do we have to change it? Because it really should be shorter. We're just not. We're just not that careful about it. So it should have been like a shiva. It should, it should, like should be closer to a shiva. It should be much closer. It's somewhere in between a shiva and a, and a badach. We just sort of read it that way. Some people do it as a shiva. Some people do it as a shiva. Yeah, yeah, it's both. Yeah, and you can listen to some chazanim. We'll do it twice. Yeah, yeah. Right, kum kum balak. Ushama. Right? Ushama instead of Ushma. Is it Ushama? It is Ushama, but it's the Khatab Badakh, so there's some people that they will say it Ushma. Some say it, right, some say it. Ushma. They will say it Ushma. Right? Pekach, what's the one that we say in the. What's the one that we say in also in the Tachanun? Um, we also say in the. In the uh, Tachanun of, of Monday, Thursday, we say one. Um, also Ushama, right? Right, yeah. and there's right before that. Yeah, I'm not the only one. I can't do it backwards. What? Yeah, there's also ushama in there. It sounds weird because after an u, you expect it to be a shva. That's why. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be planning a shva, but it's 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 in that it's in that sentence, but it's not coming to my brain. Anyway, so that's but then you have the, the third one should be shetishamish the kriya calling somebody. Derech mashal hadoratem ra. This is the hay of the calling. Okay? It, it's in like, um, you'll find it in more like Ishayahu and Yirmiyahu and stuff like that. You know, that they will, they'll use the hay The calling of a person. Thing. All of these things. Um, and then he says, He also, sometimes it's a suffix. We know that because it's El, right? Azata is El Azabat. mil El. So whenever you have that, right? Soara, vilot ba, soara. Right? It's it's mil'el because the hay at the end is two. Right? Artsakena'an. Not artsakena'an. Artsakena'an. He says it's always mil'el. Now the point is that all, that all of these things have to do to one... Uh, yeah. If it's a... Uh, yeah. If it's a place... I know some. There's, I know there's two methods on this. I stretched it so here. Yeah. It's probably okay. Oh, hello. Sometimes it's sometimes the yeah. It's confusing. Right. It might be. Yeah. In certain cases. In certain cases. Yeah. Yeah. I once listened very closely to a 
there are some cases where it says there that it has two ta'amim in the word. And there are some cases it doesn't. It's, a, it's not always. It's a couple of cases. Yes, I think in, I think in Yitro it is like that, but I think in um, other cases... Huh? Ha-ohela. 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 Yeah, but it's but generally speaking, when the ah at the end is uh, Mitzrayma, you know, Artzakena'an, all the things, it's usually uh, it's usually a Mil'el. Uh, but the but you know, obviously, all exceptions have all rules have exceptions. But the um, but all of these, the hay in general, does it have any function that is common among all the functions that it, that that are involved? So I think that the the probably it's the attention function. Like we see that hey is supposed to focus you on a particular hey a specific thing, you know, or the hey of the hey uh, uh, of sometimes it identifies a destination or it identifies a thing, or it identifies it's an it's an identification, right? So identification of who, who the addressee is. If the if it's a hey kriya that I'm saying I'm addressing a person, or I'm addressing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm identifying a destination or I'm identifying a problem. All of these things have to do with ident- focusing ourselves on, some, on a particular thing, particular problem, particular destination, particular item. There is some commonality in the use of A among all the different things. And then you have the Vav. Okay, what does Vav do? So he says there's two things that it does. Okay, one is Chibur, Vav Chibur, Levi Yehuda, that's called the Vav Chibur. Right? Or atav, it wraps it, it connects it together. V'nikudel rabim. There's a lot of different versions. For example, sometimes it has a shva. Dan v'naftali gad v'asher. Sometimes v'chirik. When? When it's before a yud ha-shvait. Le'vi v'yehuda. It has to blend in. Okay? When there is a, a yud that would normally have a shva, like yehuda. And you want to say and yehuda, you say v'yehuda. Not Ve Yehuda, Yehuda, you blend it together. Ve kodem ot shvait acheret, vechen kodem otiot bamaf. If it's in front of any other ot shvait, any word that starts with a shva, so then it's going to become u, right? B'shuruk, it's going to become an u. It's like u Moshe, right? The, the, if the letters are bet mem, it actually should be vav, bet vav mem or pay, right? Bumaf usually it is, right? Bet vav mem or pay. Or the or the first letter of the word starts with a shva, shva under it. So you can't have two shvas in a row. It's too difficult to pronounce. So therefore, it becomes u. That's the rule for the u. U Moshe, u Vinyamin, because that's a bet. Un Chalim is not because it's bumaf, but because nechalim begins with a shva. Nechalim, un Chalim Shtof. But it said besegol. You can even find it with segol veemet, and even with a kamatz. So what's the point? There's no rule at all. It can be anything. <laughs> right? So that, I mean, there, is, there are rules because which one is going to be used is going to depend on what comes right after it. Obviously, if there's an E afterwards, it becomes V. If, it's a, if there's a Chirik, it's going to be V. If it's a, if it's a Shvab, it's going to be U. <coughs> but essentially, it can take on many, many forms. It adapts to the word. Okay? A Bechet Shemesh Makom O. Sometimes, it can be used as, a, as or. Not just as and, and we know that derech mashal umake aviv veimo, which means oima. Doesn't mean you have to kill, you have to smack both your mother and your father. <coughs> One is enough. 
Okay, so it doesn't mean Makayav, and the, and the kid will come to the bed din and says, well, It says Makayav, I only smacked my dad. I'm okay. Right? Or it says, Utvacho um charo. Right? That was in last week's parasha. Right? If, right, if a person steals on the Utvacho um charo. What? No, um charo. Yeah. Oh, one does, yeah. But one of them says, Ooh. So the point is, you don't have to do both. Alright, you don't have to do both. Yeah, so. And there are many cases of that where ooh could mean, could mean or. Yeah, there are many cases of that. Yeah. Usually from the context you can tell. And the Gemara talks about this. It's mixed drashot out of it all the time. How do you know that either one, either one would be chiyu? Uh, so that's, that's the vav. The vav is to connect two things. Then you have a alif, you have the kaf. What does the kaf do? The first one is ledimyon. Kir uven v'shimon yuli. Like. Not the way the teenagers say like, like, like about everything, you know. Not like that. Yeah, when Hebrew they do it too. Ki'ilu, ki'ilu. It's so annoying. Pitrono kimo ruven. Nikuda shva v'lefnei shvachiri k'mashash right exactly the same in other words kir uven because re uven is a shva so it gets a chiri if what comes out of after it is on any other letter so then it will take the shva the ke will have the will, will have the shva right ke let's say uh, if the word after was maaseh kim maaseh we wouldn't have to say Right, because, but if it, but if the word afterwards starts with a shvas, so then the ke has to have a chirik, right? Kir uven, yeah, kitvol shosom. Many examples. The word bechim right. Because of the vav, the kaf loses the thing, right? Well, that's the thing. You have to work backwards with that word, right? You have to work backwards because, right? Because since the right, the mem is minasheh, so you're gonna have to have kim nasheh normally, kim nasheh with a chirik because you can't take away the shva from the word minasheh. It's not like Yehuda where you won't lose the meaning of the name. So minasheh, so the kim nasheh is gonna be there, but then you have to say the vav before, so the vav is gonna steal away from the kaf. It's uh, it's the gesh. <laughs> yeah. So then, that's called kafadimyon. Then the second one is to say shiura biltimidugdak, right? Like say like around this time, right? Like roughly. The was around three months. right? So that's around. So again, what is it? So you could see there also the similarity between two things because you compare two things. Say oh. You are like Reuven. You are like this. You are like that. But you also say, oh, the time frame was like three months. Right? In other words, when you're giving an estimate, you're actually comparing to some known quantity to give, a, to give that estimate. You're saying, it's around. You're not around. It's midnight. You know, or they, as this one Moroccan guy told me, you know, obviously all Sfaradim have a uh, a reputation for always being late, you know. Different different groups are uh, of different extent, you know. And they all argue about which one is the worst. 
But he said that, you know, in Arab countries, it was very common to be late. And people would say, oh, yeah. They would, they would say, when, is the, when are we getting together? I don't know, 6.30, 8 o'clock? Huh? Like, they, they, that was their thing. I, I remember my parents once went to a bar mitzvah for a Syrian. And my, par- my parents are, like, my dad's Persian. Like, they wouldn't be especially early. They went to, like, a Syrian bar mitzvah. They got there, and the, they hadn't even opened the building yet. You know, it's like, it was, you know, so that's a, that's a tradition. Anyway, when you want to know the time, you say ke. Ke means like a certain amount of time that is known, shlosha chodashim. So you say, oh, like that. So, so it is a comparison also, comparison. Now, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what that is. <clears throat> like a zayid, like a, like a betat. Like an olive or six Right. Like an olive of ogmel chabashan. You know, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, so then, now what, what do you have? Um, it's not fair that he should not be satisfied by the... Uh, <laughs> by the yeah. So, so uh, the, Lamed, the Lamed has a bunch of different functions. One is Makom El, we know, Vayomer Le'Yosef, Vayomer Le'Avram. Second one is Bishvit, Mimile Le'Avram, Vayomer Le'Avram, Yisrael. It's interesting it says Bishvit, but uh, it means Al, really. Yeah, it really means Al, right? Mimilel al Abraham, and he right. Who would have said about Abraham that he would have, that his yeah, wife would be right? Yeah. And Amar Paral Levnei Israel is al Levnei Israel. He said about. I mean, I think that's what he means, but <clears throat> that's what he means. He's saying Bishul. He means about it, right? With reference, to, these are all reference, right? In other words, the idea of Lamed is reference. So if you want to put everything in a sort of general category to make sense out of it, if Mem is source and Kaf is Comparison, Lamed is, uh, and Hey is, is definition or, you know, or some kind of a definition. Lamed is reference, right? I spoke to somebody, I referred to them. I spoke about somebody, right? And the third one is Bokom Et. Sometimes it could be used just uh, as a replacement for Et, right? right? They killed to him. It doesn't mean they killed to him. They killed, they killed him, but it's used as, as Et. In other words, the direction, the action was done to this person. So he was taken. The action was done to him, but instead of saying he took him, it says he took to him, meaning he took him. The action was direct. He was the object of the action. The fourth one is It became something. Right? Uh, he says it's interesting. That Bilia fresh nikar ilu teader vayomer vayu dam ye ben chayil yisrael av. He's saying that you don't really need the lamed in those cases. You could get away without it, without it, because you could just say vayu dam bayavashet. The water was blood. You could say im ye ben chayil. You don't have to say the lamed. Kiaiti kiaiti yisrael av. We don't need really the lamed. But even in Hebrew of today, we say that, right? Afachti lemashu, we say, I turned into it, or hitchapasti dashu for Purim, right? If, we, if you're putting a costume, you say le. Okay, so the lamid is to turn into something, we use the lamid. Even though what he's saying, it's kind of extra because you don't really need it to understand. You would understand without the lamid that the water be- was blood, that's what it was. But because there's a process of transformation, Right, just like it, des- it's sort of like using the metaphor of a going to somewhere, going from point A to point B. It goes from 
being water to being blood, it goes from one state to the other, a transition of states. So it's almost like a, almost like a journey. So it uses the lamed. It's like a uh, metaphorically almost, he's saying, because it's really extra. Okay? So, um, and then he says, with regard to purity, it was like the essence of the Shamai. Pitrono with regard to purity. Kidvash limatok. Pitrono matok. In other words, insofar as this was concerned, right? It was like the heavens insofar as purity was concerned. It was like honey insofar as sweetness was concerned. Right? That was when he was eating the scroll, right? The the uh, is that what that is? Kidvash the matok, I think. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember either, but I think so. It says it also could be the limatok could also be like the previous version because it's saying it turned into something sweet. Right? But the idea is of the lamid here is with respect to, with reference to. Again, you could say the lamid is reference. It means reference. Right? Just as like I said before, if I speak to someone, it means I'm speaking, the, my speech is directed towards something. Or my action, if I'm going... Uh, if I'm going to some place, that means that I, my, my you know, my uh, my motion is directed somewhere. If I'm speaking about it, that means that my speech is directed to, is referring to somebody. And here we're saying I'm referring to a specific aspect, right? With respect to, with regard to this particular aspect, it was this way, you know. Avav, the next ver- the next thing Lamed is ba'avur v'toral atachlit. What is the purpose? Lehavdil ben ayom ben alayla lishmorcham me'eshet ra'a me'eshet ra'a v'nikred Lamed hasiba. So that Lamed is uh, the cause. Okay, it's tachlit in order to for the purpose of. Okay, so what is being accomplished? through the action is the lamed. What is being achieved? So again, just like you could say, when we think of motion as from getting from point A to point B, we think of action as having a purpose, which is getting from the current situation to another situation. It's a, metaphorically, it's also a journey. It's a process, okay? Sometimes you could have a lamed for no reason. Right? Right? It doesn't need the lamed at all. You don't need the lamed. Right, just ba'avur. It's extra, it's flowery, it's just for aesthetic reasons, don't get distracted by it. Once, sometimes you do that. You put in things that are not 100% necessary. But the idea of lamed is that there is some kind of a destination or some kind of an end point and there's some kind of a process, right? Or that there's a reference, the action is referenced or directed towards some goal or the speech is directed towards something. That's what the lamed is. So all the uses of lamed have something come. Yes? It's not a waste to make it sound beautiful. Right? It's uh, part of the beauty of the language sometimes. that it's, uh, Sometimes the language repeats itself too. And it's, uh, the Mepharshim will say that, according to the Pshat at least, that oh, it's just to make it beautiful. That is a, that's a goal, to make it beautiful. Yeah. You know? Not everything has to be so practical. This is not Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say again? The infinitive, the Jared form. Which one is? Section infinity. The sixth. The last one we just read. Ba'avur? Yeah. 
he doesn't mean it that way. He doesn't mean like la'asot, to do. He's, he's saying it as, um, because that's a verb, right? I mean, here too it is also lehavdil, I guess, but, or lishmurcham. But he's saying in order to, he's not saying to. He's saying, because here it's saying in order to distinguish, right? If it were la'asot, yeah, that would be the infinitive actually, right? That would be the infinitive of the form of the verb. So that would be different. Um, I don't think he would consider that the same. What? I'll be back with the right, that's more related to the, the different forms of the Palim. I don't think he would consider that the same thing because this is the prefix before Shemot, before words, which even though he's using here verbs in this case, you know, and generally he hasn't been using verbs because he said Latar, Limatok, not using verbs. Here he's using a verb, but, um, but uh, really, it's being used not as the infinitive. I think that's the point. Not being as infinitive, like la'asot or lishbot, because then we'd have a million examples. It would just mean to do it, not necessarily that that's the goal. He's trying to say here, lehavdil is saying in order to, is implicit there, you know? But it's, the gerund is actually, yeah, something else. That's when, that's when the, the verb becomes a noun, like kri'a is a gerund of to, to read or something like that. Or halicha is the, yeah, go in. Yeah, but th- that exists too. Yeah. Now, the bet is ha'alashet shemesh b'kom im. Like, ach b'moshet diber Hashem. Halo gam danu, banu diber. V'davak be'ishto, okay, with, connected, v'nikred bet im. Very creative name for that. The bet is shterol ma'makom. Derech mashal, mi b'chatzer, there's haman. Mi b'chatzer, v'haman ba. You can already see that this has to do with the relationship between two things, right? Between, let's say, two people or two beings that are interacting or a person in a place, okay, connecting of two entities. Or, what I'm utilizing, okay, utility. Bet, I'm doing it with, and we use that in English also. We could say, I am with somebody right now. Or you could say, I cut the melon with a knife. It's not the same with. Both of them have to do with another entity besides myself that I'm relating to when I'm doing an action. So in a very general way, they're related. But, you know, it's not exactly the same. Okay, now, similarly, the fourth one, Shetoral Zman. When the, when the Most High was apportioning land among the nations. When you eat of the bread of the land. Right? That's talking about separating chala. Okay? So that's talking about when. In other words, a person is... This is speaking of the different ways in which we are related to time, space, other entities, and so on. So it can also be, a mo- it can also have to do with um, a, uh, a, um, a uh, cause, right? It can also have to do with a reason, a cause. Right? Will you destroy over only five people, right? Because he said, if there's arba'im v'chamisha, tashkim v'chamisha kol Right, Abraham said to, to, to Hashem, if it's short, five. You said 50, you'll say, just for five, you'll destroy. 
right? But Chamisha for for five less tzaddikim, you're gonna you're gonna destroy the, the city, right? So Bachamisha there means because of, right? Or Vayavodi said Bishas talking about that he worked in order to marry uh, Rachel, really, right? Ultimately, he ended up with Leah too, but that's bet meaning for. He did it for that purpose. So in that way, it's similar to Lamed a little bit, you know, but. Um, but the bet is has to do always with some relationship that an action has to something beyond itself. So it could be speaking with somebody, it could be using a tool, it could be the place, it could be the time, it could be the motive. Okay? But something that is connected to the action I'm doing that's beyond my beyond the action itself. And then we have Vumnam. Now, all of these things will only relate equally. All of these different prefixes can exist in any one of the Shemot that we mentioned before, of the four of the Shemot, which are the Shemot that are not the particular, okay? But the category or the descriptive Shem or the Shem of the meta-category or the Shem of the relation, like, the, like we said before. Right? The Shem Devar would be like chair or table. Right, Shematar is when we describe what was the example that he gave of Shematar, so I don't mix up your examples. The example of Shematar he gave was Gibor, Chacham, right? Describing him based on a quality that he has. Shema Min is the meta category that doesn't really exist, like living thing, as opposed to, uh, you know, where, where it's more general. And then Shema Yachas is like his uh, nationality, his ethnicity, and so on. These, so there you can have all of these things. You cannot have in Hebrew ever smichut of a name of an individual. Remember, Shem Etzem means a particular individual. Bob Smith. Okay? Avram. Specific Avram. He cannot have any of these. He can't have Ha Avram. There's no such thing as Ha Avram. Okay? There's no riboy Avrahamim. You don't have that. Okay? You don't have a... Uh, you don't have a smichut, like Avraham Shel somebody, where you say... Even though we say, like, in cutesy way, people do that. Yeah? Yeah, in modern Hebrew, they do that. It's like a cutesy uh, type of thing, but really that isn't a legitimate form of Hebrew. And, uh, and then he says... Um, like, you won't even have with a kinui with like Avraham Cha. That doesn't exist in Hebrew. And in biblical Hebrew, Avraham Cha. Right? Like, so Veshema Ribui. Similarly, you don't have like Shaloshim as threes. You know, you don't have that. Velo kinui or Shalosh Cha. Shaloshi. Right? So, Perush, here's an example. So he says, Lotomar me Avraham, Avrahamim. He wouldn't say Avrahamim. Velo yuval vilazo shel. Kemosh vav vilat kavod, kishitzmech kishaya perush bo kavod shel. Like if you said kavod Hashem, the honor of Hashem, you wouldn't say Avraham Hashem, the Avraham of Hashem. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say that, you wouldn't take the individual and say Avraham and connect it to another noun and make it a smichut. You don't have that with a particular individual ever. Similarly, uh, same thing with the names of the numbers, you don't do any of those things. 
Okay? So, uh, although, you could, you could nitpick on that a little bit. But, um, because sometimes you will have, let's say, like, you will have heya but you wouldn't right, but you wouldn't have the ribuy. That's what it's saying. It's saying about number, you wouldn't have ribuy and you wouldn't have kinoi. You do have hashalosh, right? Hashalosh right? You you would have that, but you wouldn't have ribuy like shaloshim or anything like that. Actually, it would change it to sound like shloshim. Would change the name. Would change the word. You don't have a ribuy. So he's uh, basically what we see is, and like I mentioned. The reason is because when you are, because the individual, when you're referring to the Shema Etzim, you're referring to that person or that entity without any relationship to anyone else and not needing any specification because by definition he's a specific, unique entity in the world. You're not saying anybody named Avraham. You're talking about a specific Avraham. So, so you don't attach to it. It's not in terms of his relationship to somebody else. It's not in terms of his... Um, there can't be more than one of him. By definition, it's the unique individual in the world. You don't say Ha Avraham because there's only one. Ha is when you say there's many kisaot and you say this chair, Ha, ha Kisei, or kis, Kisacha, your chair. Or Kisaot, there are multiple chairs. But when you're talking about an individual, by definition, you can't refer to them in any of those ways because that implies that you're making it more specific, like your Avraham. But what do you mean, my Avraham? He's just an individual. You don't have to say yours or mine or anything like that. Okay, if you're being cutesy, you say, oh, you're my honey, you're my Avraham. You know, that's, that's not what we're dealing with. You know? It's not talking about cutesy language. We're talking about like, correct language. Even a person who does that knows that that's not really correct Hebrew. They're saying it as, you know, they're saying it as a, a, you know, a, a sign of affection. But that, that, that's really what he says about Shemot. So we didn't get to the Misparim. Next time we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that. It's very quick. It's very short, the Misparim, what he says. And then we'll get into the Shoshaya Tevot and into the Palim where he goes through all of his very lovely, um, I know that you're going to enjoy all of, the, all of the charts and everything. We didn't really need the chart, the, the, the whiteboard this time, even though I brought it. Next, I will need it more maybe for, the, uh, for that because that's going to be more technical with the Peyapoal and the Ainapoal and everything. It'll also be Erev Tahanit uh, Esther. Uh,